Good afternoon. Get out of the fog. Get in here. Is the guy calling the place? What was that Monday like? Of like, okay, Gino's gonna work out. He's active. But who's like, obviously you need more than we did. But just that process of kind of getting two quarterbacks ready. To go. Yeah, I think that was a a week where it was a full process. You know, taking it right up to the uh, the pregame there. I think going back to you know the thing I love about working with Gino and Drew is their their similar skill sets, their ability to uh, to bring the offense to life with uh, with similar play styles. And so the, you know that allowed us during the course of the week to to prepare for the either or scenario there. And and uh, obviously the the results uh, came out on the positive side there for for Drew, especially with that amazing end, ending that he was able to put together. So it all worked out. It was a uh, a little different week, and you know we, we did our best to get through it. I'm sorry. No, I was going to ask. Yeah, you mean the game plans didn't have to be the two different game plans you had to prepare didn't have to be too different from one another. Correct. And again, going back to you know kind of the reason like both of those guys in in this offense, uh, you know, is Drew's ability to operate and, and play at a level uh, at a high level in a similar system in a similar uh, you know similar conceptually to what Gino can do, and so it allows us to have that uh, ability during the course of the week to to game plan and, and keep you know keep in mind the other ten guys that'll be on the field every snap. Where they're not trying to say, "Hey, we got to learn two different uh, systems going into the week," and, and they can feel comfortable and confident going into the game. What role, if any, did you have in the will he play, won't he play, or were you just going to deal with whatever cards they gave you on that? Yeah, I think you know, for me, uh, you know, I stay away from the uh, the the medical part of that. So just trying to stay in the positive mindset, knowing that you know, Gino's mindset is he's going to play, you know, every chance that he can uh, and and push it to the limit. So he was in that mindset, and then for me, just going out there and listening to his input, and then you know, everyone coming together collectively for a decision there, and and uh, you know, keeping the player safety in mind as the as the number one factor going into that. And so uh, once that decision was made for me, then I'm clicked into okay, let's go with Drew. And and I thought the amazing part about that was seeing you know the the true uh, relationship that Gino and Drew have both established with each other with us as coaches so you know it's not not an easy thing for Gino to deal with knowing that you know his mind's set on playing and then it's not going to work work out that way but then to flip over and be supportive and, and helpful on the sideline and and with Drew and then you know you see that genuine appreciation and and uh and uh, happiness when Drew's able to make the play at the end and, and those two guys that really care about each other have been through a lot in competition going back a couple of years now, uh, but ha have built a relationship that extends beyond just the, the competitive nature of the position that they're in. What kind of assistant coach is Gino Smith? What kind of an assistant coach? He's he's a good. I mean, you know, take any quarterback. Take Gino. You know, on the sideline, he sees things. He's seeing things going when he's you know getting a chance to step away and just watch the game happen. And uh, so he's good. You know, positive reinforcement. You know, little tidbits here and there as he's seeing it throughout the game and you know stuff that's uh, I think encouraging. And I think from you know from my lens, you know, all the input that you can get throughout the course of the game, the players are going to see stuff uh, throughout the course of the game. And we've talked about that clear, open, and honest communication. And I want all that the input that they can give us, just like we we talk. As, as assistant coaches throughout the course of drives, you know the player input input to me is just as important as as the coach's input because those are the guys that are out there uh, living each play down in and down out. And I think being able to open, you know, openly hear everything that's that's you know coming across the airwaves from from my uh, role, and then being able to filter through and, and use what's what's what can best help our team. And so Gino was great with it, and uh, you know I think. Uh, you know he'd have a, a great future. Uh, you know down the line. You know a long time down the line, once his uh, great career is over. No, nope, sorry. Yeah. We saw the headset he was wearing. Did was that a one-way listening, or was he talking to you between plays? Uh, no, that's the one way. But you know the advantage of being on the field, get to interact with him right there on the sideline. Yeah. Uh, Why was that ground game so effective coming out of halftime? Was it the number of plays?
looks that was called, or was it just the looks that they were given? I think, you know, getting out there and being able to establish the run after a, a first half that was really disjointed by penalties. And again, we've talked about it over and over. The time that our run game's at the at its best is when we can stay efficient on those first and second downs, convert on some third down opportunities uh, so that we can stay ahead of the chains and, and keep working the run game. And I think, you know, the guys did a great job in the second half, especially that, that opening drive there of having good efficient plays. You know, they weren't all explosive plays, but we stayed away from some of the negative plays and we're able to get those things going. The O line, the tight ends, the receivers blocking downfield, and then Ken and Zach with the, you know, the uh, the combination of those two guys getting to work and getting more and more touches, and you know Ken with the great, you know, the touchdown run there on the short yardage situation. So it's just a good, good, efficient mindset by the offense right there, and something that we're always striving for each week. Shane, you guys hadn't racked up a ton of passing yards heading into that final drive. Mm -hmm. They seemed to throw a bunch of different coverages and stuff at Drew. How did you feel he kind of like managed that moment? Obviously, the touchdown comes out of it and works in it, but. Going into that drive, the way he kind of was handling his, his personality going into it and delivering in that moment. Yeah, I think, you know, leading up to that, you know, it wasn't like we were throwing the ball all over the field, like you mentioned. Uh, they did a good job of, you know, having the uh, good umbrellas type of coverage over the, the top of our, our routes. And, you know, it was one of those games, too, where playing complimentary football, the defense is doing a great job there, uh, keeping us in the game. And we want to just keep playing positive football, keep playing positive football, not turn the ball over, run the ball efficiently. And then when it came down to it, you know, getting there with a chance to win the game at the end once the defense makes that stop, uh, then I think it just, you know, we talked about it here it clicks back in you're in the vmac you know we do this walk through two minute drills you know a, a couple times every single week going all the way back through o training camp otas and i think drew just did a good job of just clicking back in to the moment here and, and then executing every single play uh, as they occurred and if uh, something you know didn't play out the right way it was right on to the next play and knowing in a two minute drive you know you don't have to have every play be a completion you know time is obviously the most important thing so keeping an eye on that and uh, you know when the opportunities presented themselves you know he went to the right spot with the ball, and, and players made some unbelievable, you know, individual effort plays. You know, starting with DK on a couple of those tremendous catches right there, and then obviously finishing with uh, Jackson's touchdown in the back corner there. Drew told us he reminded them right before that play, like, "Hey, if Jackson's one on one, that's his second game-winning touchdown. He's a guy you've gone to a bunch on third down. What about him as a rookie? Makes everyone so comfortable, whether he was a play caller or the quarterback, just trusting him to make." Place. Yeah, I think that's what it is with Jax. We have total trust and, and belief that he's going to come through in any situation there. And I think we have a lot of good players. So the ball's, you know, kind of spread out throughout the, you know, the course of the game, whether it's DK or Tyler, or the tight ends getting involved, the backs getting involved. And, you know, when Jax had his, has had his opportunities, there's no moment that's too big. I saw a cool replay of, uh, you know, him at Ohio State really making a similar catch. And, you know, he's been there. He's been in, uh, you know, in these big moments before. He's been, uh, you know, a receiver that even going back to his high school career that has just been consist consistently productive in all sorts of scenarios. So, you know, our trust in him, you know, and all of our guys really is is that the ball should go where the, the coverage dictates. And, you know, in that particular instance there, you know, Drew did a great job with the read going where the ball should go right there and, and having total trust in Jackson to come through with the play. You told us, I think it was before the Dallas game, you and Pete both made it pretty clear that the priority was going to be getting the ball out quickly and throwing in rhythm. The numbers say that Drew has continued to do that after Gino did it in the Dallas game. What does that look like from your 
Yeah, I think uh, just overall, because we talked about it, you know, with some of the, the timing and rhythm in the past game, you know, part of it's the quarterback. Obviously, he has a, a, a big part in that, but it's also how the guys are blocking up front. It's the receivers, you know, being, uh, you know, where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there in the timing and rhythm. And I think just overall as an offense, we've stressed it, try to keep uh, working towards a, a more efficient goal in the past game. And I think just overall, all, all uh, 11 guys that have been on the field, whether it's been Gino or Drew the last few weeks, we've done a better job of staying in rhythm. And that's allowed us again to stay a little bit more efficient and staying ahead of the chains. Yeah, I think that you know, Gino was the, the guy that was around first when he was backing up Russ, and his ability to treat every single game like he was the starter, even in that backup role. I think that's something that that Drew has also learned from and seen happen and seen take place and. And uh, I think it's just it's the right way of doing it. I don't think it's a it's a position. It is a position unlike any other where, you know, you're the backup and, you know, most of the other guys, they're going in and out of the game, whether you're a backup receiver or backup uh, tight end. But that backup quarterback, you know, you're either, you know, on the bench the whole game or something strange happened and all of a sudden you're you're in the fire. And I think both of those guys, you know, Drew taking Geno's lead from before and and his mentorship in that role, you know, have treated that like they're the starter every week. So when these opportunities have taken place uh, for them to go in there and be the starter, you know, they've been able to step up, step up and, and have our offense execute at a high level. Good. All right. Thank you.